What is up, you wonderful, beautiful people of the world? This is Ashley Campbell with Daily Encouragement. By the time you guys hear this episode, it's going to be February 1st. All right, 2023. And the record date for this podcast, I believe it's December 7th today, 2022. So it is just absolutely crazy how time is flying. You guys, February is a special month. This month, February 10th, is going to be my anniversary. It will be 22 years that I have been with my husband. I met him when I was 15. He, I met, he was 15, one month before he turned 16. And so, um, yeah, you guys, we're pretty proud of ourselves, just to be honest. And uh, I'm grateful that he's in my life. And, uh, you know, we have so many things we could share with you guys. It's funny, we, we meet so many people that are like, how did you guys stay together for so long? You know, especially in these times. And, you know, maybe I can jump on here with him sometime and we can kind of like share some of the things that we've done in our own relationship for it to endure 22 years, right? And not just like drudgery, like endure, like, oh my God, I have to put up with you, right? But uh, we've both learned to um, appreciate each other and uh, we are seeing the fruit and uh, it's it's just really good, you guys. So anyway, I wanna talk to you guys today about do you wanna be healed or do you just want to manage symptoms? That was a question I posted on social media. And I was asking myself today, like, how would I approach that? How would you expand upon that? How could I communicate what I mean to you guys when I say that? Because here's the thing. Healing means different things to different people. Managing symptoms means different things to different people. Sometimes people think managing symptoms is healing. So it's like there's so many ways you can look at this. But the only thing I can do is is tell you what I mean when I say things. And so I'm going to break that down. So my mind first went to the question, okay, number one, if you want to be healed or if you just want to manage symptoms, you got to ask yourself questions, okay? And my first question would be, okay, how do you need to be healed? Sometimes people need to be healed of physical things, right? Sometimes if people are physically struggling in their physical body, it will impact their mental and emotional health. You guys, everything is tied together. There's nothing that's segregated per se. God, God made us, you know, everything's connected. And so, and we kind of know this already. Like if we're not feeling good, Sometimes our thoughts, you know, we, we don't, we're not always as diligent. We're not always as diligent to, to, you know, take our thoughts captive. And sometimes when we're not feeling well, we can let ourselves get ran over by all kinds of things. And I'm talking just physically. I'm talking like if you're dealing with flu, maybe you've got um, some other issues you're, you're struggling with, like physical ailments, okay? And, uh, you know, depending on how that's impacting you, if you're in pain, how do you guys think about things when you're in pain? right? Have you ever blown things out of proportion because you're in physical pain? Have you ever like stubbed your toe and then yelled at your kids because you were in pain? (laughs) You know, like, oh my gosh. And they're like, mom, mom is like, what do you want? Right? You're not yelling at them because you know, you're, they did anything wrong. But when you're in pain, like physically, sometimes we do things that we're like, oh my gosh, what the heck am I doing? So you guys get what I'm trying to say? So there's that aspect of it. And then there's the other aspect of, okay, well, I don't really have any like physical things going on with me, right? You know, maybe you're not, you don't got a broken leg or you're not in physical therapy or, you know, joints out of whack. Like, I don't know, insert here, the different and various physical ailments that people face. But let's just say, Ashley, I don't have any physical ailments, right? But maybe you're dealing with emotional things. Maybe you're carrying certain burdens and stressors. And, you know, this leads me to something that I was thinking about yesterday. I heard something on the radio and this gal, she goes, you know, we got to choose joy. And I thought, I looked at my daughter, she's 14 and I go, how the heck can anybody really choose their emotions at the end of the day? Have you ever done that? Have you ever told yourself you wanted to be happy 
and you wanted to be joyful, but you found yourself in that same negative headspace while you're trying to like command yourself to be in a certain emotional space. And I was like, you know what? You cannot have joy unless you deal with the things that you're thinking about that are really weighing you down at the end of the day. I really hope if you guys get anything from this page or from my life at all. I learned this from going through, I went through a life coaching course from Kane Ramsey. It was back in, when did I finish it? It was like 20, this one says what, 2019. 2019, I got it done. And he's the first person that helped me become aware of how my thoughts impact my emotions. And he kind of did a couple things to get me to see that. He was like, you know, think about your best day, you know? And then how are you feeling as a result, right? And he kind of did more than that, but I'm trying to like just give it to you in like a super small nutshell here, all right? You know, and then think about your worst day, right? So your thoughts are directing your emotions at this point. And I was like, wow, you know what? Nobody really unpacked that for me. You know how we ask, has anybody ever asked where your emotions come from? You know, are they just like, are, are they kind of like thoughts where they just kind of come out of nowhere? But then after, you know, going through this, this process with myself, I realized, wow, you know what? It really is my thoughts that are dictating my emotions. And have you, have you, okay. How, how do you, how do you, how can we also explain this? He told a story and I'll share it with you guys really quick, just to kind of prove the point here. He was talking about a guy sitting on a train, excuse me, you guys, a guy sitting on a train, reading his paper. He's coming home from work. Okay. And on this train are two kids running around back and forth, jumping all over the seats, being super loud. And this guy's looking around like, where the heck is his dad at? Right? So then he spots the guy, the dad of these children. He goes up to him and he's like, dude, what the heck? What is going on here? Why don't you control your kids, man? Right? And at this point, this guy's pretty, probably pretty frustrated because you know, when you see, when you're, when, how can I say this? How do we get frustrated? We have expectations and they're being violated, right? This guy's having an expectation. He's gonna sit on this train read his paper peacefully and, and get ready to go home, right? But that's not happening because there's children jumping all over the seats, disrupting what he's trying to do to bring him peace, which is read his paper, all right? So he goes up, he approaches the dad. This guy's already feeling super, super annoyed and angry. And then the guy looks up at him. He goes, you got, I'm so sorry. He goes, their mom, we just left. We just, you know, their mom just passed away. And I don't know how I'm gonna deal with it. I don't know how I'm gonna tell my kids. The guy was like, light bulb. Oh my God, what can I do for you? Tell me about it, how are you? His whole perspective changed. He went from being super pissed off and frustrated to now understanding, having some insight and empathy and wanting to connect with this dude like, hey, how can I help you? So the point is, is if you wanna change sometimes how you're feeling about something, you really have to learn to change your perspective. And the only way we can change our perspective is through asking questions. And this is why I encourage you guys, if you really want to dig into the healing process, you have to get super inquisitive of yourself. And this is not no like weird self-love junk that people talk about in the Christian community. I guess I hate when people, how can I say this? There's this podcaster that people really love and she's always condemning self-love. She's like, that is not of the church, this or that. And I'm just like, I don't know why people are so toxic towards our relationship with ourselves. Does that make sense? Like if you deal with anything pertaining to yourself, you're selfish, when at the end of the day, your life is the only thing you can control, right? Your life, your results, your attitude, your perspective. But then if you try to do anything as far as like, you know what, I'm trying to figure myself out. I'm trying to understand myself. That gets judged as self-care. 
and it gets judged as as wrong in in, in, the, in some in some Christian circles. Not all, but some. Some people are very condemning, right? Live for other people, this or that. And it's like, wait a second, Gina, did you ever figure out how you even? How can I say this? In order for you to sit in front of a camera and talk to people, you get you better be pretty dang confident at the end of the day. Now we know some people aren't, but there does take a level of confidence for you to sit up here and talk to people, right? So how does she go about that process? And that's that's what I want to know from people, you know, especially when people are very condemning of other people and their behaviors. It's like, let's hear about your process in your life, right? Before we start attacking others and what they're doing. So I am not against at all with people digging into the soil of their own life that I'm passionate about that because at the end of the day, that is your only authority that you have. That is where the kingdom of heaven is. That's how you experience grace. You don't have, you don't experience other people's grace and other experience and other people's love. You might try to, how can I say this? If you're really insecure in yourself, I was talking to a friend about this yesterday. We were talking about how, you know, if somebody sees something good in you and they're like, hey, you should have this position, right? And you maybe number one, you don't want the job, but because you perceive you have a void in yourself and you think, okay, well, since they think I should do it, I'll go ahead and take this job. And you do it because you've been seeking to know your value, but you don't know it right? You have this perceived, perceived void. Someone tells you that you're good at something. So you're like, okay, I'm going to go ahead and do it. Even though you have no passion to do it. Now you've become completely reliant upon that person to encourage you to stay in that position or else if they don't encourage you, you're going to freaking completely crack and fall underneath the pressure of it. And that's why I always say, don't do things that are not in alignment with your authority of your life. What am I, what do I mean by that? You have certain things you've been through. You have certain natural inclinations, desires, talents, passions, Look at your children. If you have children, children are a great example of that. You know, we kids don't think about, they're not necessarily conscious of the things they like to do. They just do the things. Does that make sense? They don't think about it like us adults. Like, well, what do I like to do? Kids just move forward and they just do it. God is, and, and, and we always talk about how everybody's different and unique, but that's not really embraced anymore these days, right? Men are trying to be women and women trying to be men and we don't like value each other. Side note, I gotta say this. Me and my son were talking last week. He goes, you know what, mom, it's really weird how one gender, you know, like attacks the other, but then if they're in a same sex relationship, they want to try to be the opposite gender, right? So if you've got two men that, you know, want to like be homosexuals, why do they, why does one want to be more, more feminine, right? If we're going to condemn each sex, why are you trying to be the sex that you're not in a relationship? It just doesn't make any sense. Anyway, I digress. So the point is, is we got to know ourselves. We got to understand ourselves. And the only way you're, you're going to be able to um, figure out if you are healed or manage your symptoms is to ask questions. So number one, is this a physical ailment or is this an emotional ailment? If it's an emotional ailment, you got to ask yourself, okay, why am I feeling this way? Now here's, here's another thing that you guys probably, I haven't really been super vocal about, but I do not like labels at all. I think they are the most hindering thing you could ever put on yourself, right? titles, labels, right? What, what happens when somebody carries a title, you know, and obviously there's certain titles we are going to carry. Like I'm a mother. Okay. You know, this and that sister, wh whatever. Those are forms of titles. All right. But when, you, when you're talking about like being in the context of like the public eye, right. And people are watching your life titles, all of a sudden come with strings attached and like expectations from other people. Right. And, and the problem with that is if you don't know, you can't manage other people's expectations. Number one, you don't even know who these people are, right? And how many people, let's be really honest, how many people are really good about communicating their expectations? 
How many people have expectations but don't tell somebody else and then get super pissed when you don't meet their expectations, but you never sat and had a conversation and figured out, well, what are you expecting of me? What do you need, right? And, that, and, and to be quite honest with you, I never did that. I didn't start doing that until like four years ago when I went through that life coaching course and he was talking about communication. And, and I, I shared, you know, there's like a technical name for a ladder of inference, but it's, let's just break it down super simple. And I've shared it with you guys before, but we're going to dig into it one more time. So when you communicate with somebody, you have what you mean to say and what you actually said, the words that you literally said versus what you actually meant. And then you have the person that's on the receiving end who's hearing what you said and then making conclusions based upon that. Have you ever said something, but not said what you meant? I mean, look, I have totally, you know, especially in days where I was insecure in myself and, you know, um, kind of in that people pleasing mode. I, I want to get into that, but you guys, there's a lot of reasons why we don't always say what we mean. Number one, if, if our, if we're going to be on the line in any kind of way, if, if we're not going to get what we need, if we're going to get hurt, if we perceive we're going to get hurt, sometimes we try to say what we think the person wants so we can get what we need instead of just being straight up, right? Been there, done that. But that that's kind of the dynamic we're dealing with. Anyway, so that's kind of the thing with communication. I just totally lost why I even brought that up, you guys. I got to keep rolling here. It's already been 13 minutes. So back to managing symptoms versus being healed. So what are you dealing with? Start dealing with the thoughts. Why are you? Oh, that's what it was. I don't like labels and titles especially when people identify with like their emotional states, like, oh, I am depressed, I am anxious, like it's an identity. I learned, uh, you know, I'm kind of really understanding myself too. Like when people struggle with depression, at the end of the day, they literally believe that nothing will change. And I can relate to that. There was a season where, I, have you ever gone through something emotionally, but you didn't know what it was? You know, I think it was back in 2014, 2013. I went through a really dark place through my church. I was still there, but I was really struggling. And um, I remember trying to talk to my, my stepdad about it. He wasn't even a Christian, but he remember, I remember he told me, he goes, Ash, you need to get the hell out of there because he knew it was messing with me really bad. But of course I had my own, you know, beliefs. I got to be faithful. You know, church is like a family. I came from a toxic family and we still were together, right? So I learned to put up with a lot of things. So I wasn't just gonna walk out, you know, I was gonna, I was gonna prove myself and I was gonna be there and whatever. Anyway, the point is, is I remember literally starting to believe that things were never gonna change in my church. They were always gonna be the same. And oh my God, because I started believing that because, and how did, how did I come to that conclusion? Every time I brought things up that were difficult and, and, and hurtful and painful and things that I saw that were killing the church, it was completely wrote off or they would like tweak it. They would say, Ashley, you're the one with the problem. You're not seeing things rightly, right? So then I was like, I didn't trust my discernment because I had put them in a place above me. Like, hey, you know what? These guys know what they're talking about. I'm still learning. I'm a disciple, you know, put all this stuff in my head. And so I didn't trust my own discernment. So when they start telling me that you're not seeing things rightly, I was like, you know what? Maybe you're right. Maybe I'm not seeing it rightly. Things are never going to change. I'm always going to be stuck. I'm always going to be in this church, right? This is where God has me. I'm always going to be here. And I started feeling the weight of that. And that was really a phase of going, you know, feeling depressed. And one thing that Kane Ramsey talks about all the time, he was like, look, when you're going through something, there's a context for it. Why don't we talk about that? If somebody goes and let's just say they're experiencing stress or burden, it's for a freaking reason. We got to get comfortable with asking ourselves, why am I feeling this way? What is going on with me? 
what am I thinking? How am I looking at this? That is where we're gonna understand ourselves. And that is also that we're gonna be the same key is that we get the insight to get out from underneath that same burden. Now, sometimes how we get out from underneath the burden um, is learning some things we didn't know, right? Like for example, you know, for a long time, I never knew how to assert myself as like an individual. You know, I, I told you guys I lost myself as a kid. I was, I was trying to solve my own problems. I was like, okay, you know what? When I talk to people, I feel better about that. That was something I was doing for myself. But when I was six years old, my mom told me, if you keep doing that, Ashley, you're gonna get taken from me and you're not gonna see me again. So I learned at that point to solve my problems my way was gonna cause jeopardy for me. So I became very aware of other people and I would study other people and figure out, okay, well, what do they need then? So I can try to get some peace because what I'm trying to do to bring peace to me is not bringing peace to you. My mom was immature. She wasn't dealing with the issues, but when you're a six year old kid, you, you, you don't have that discernment. You, you're not seeing into that, right? You're just kind of, okay, mom. And, uh, so my mom wasn't being mature and dealing with the things that need to be dealt with. Okay. So I started developing certain mindsets and coping mechanisms to get through that situation. Okay. That was a way of managing my stress at the time was, okay, what do I need to do for her then? What's going to make her happy? And then maybe that'll make me happy. Right. And I went through that. And so in my mind, because I wasn't talking to the school about what was happening at home, my mom was not upset. Therefore I was like, okay, she's not upset. Then I'm not upset. Even though things still continued on as they were, my mom and dad never changed their behavior. They kept doing the same old, okay? So nothing really changed, as, you know, as far as that went. I just basically realized, well, if I don't do this, I won't put any more stress on her. And I don't wanna put any more stress on her because her stress is putting stress on me. So I don't wanna, I don't wanna go down that road. The point is, is I learned to think and do certain things as a result of being in that environment. Therefore, that, you know, go, going into an adult, growing up then, and finding myself carrying other people's burdens continually, right? That was like, dude, I'm so sick of this crap. Why am I doing this? I never knew why I continued to carry the other burdens of other people. You know what it was? Because I wanted peace. That's all I was looking for. Have you guys ever thought, if I just do this for this person, my life is gonna be better? Eh, wrong answer for me. It might work for you, but it didn't work for me. I got sick of literally realizing, I'm like, why am I doing all this crap for people? You know, because I didn't want to feel the stress. And then once I started realizing these things, right? And I was asking God, Lord, why do I care so much about what other people think about me? You know, I started unpacking my struggles, right? And, and that's the difference between healing and managing symptoms is you're going to start going through the process of asking the questions that you're avoiding. That is the difference between healing and managing symptoms. People who want to heal are going to ask the questions that need to be asked no matter how it makes them feel. You guys, sometimes healing is painful because you're coming face to face with things you've been avoiding, right? The, and, and it's humbling. No, but I did not want to admit the fact, right? That I had, that I was worried about what other people thought about me, right? And internalizing their man's judgment to me. That's, that's, that's what came out of that situation when I asked the Lord that question, sitting on the side of bed, crying my eyes out because I got so sick of the burden inside myself. And that's, those are indicators too. Like, like let's stop taking emotional states and, and communicating them as points of being when they're just states. It's just a place that you're in at a time. You're not supposed to stay there. I wasn't supposed to live with that burden on me. But the, I think the other reason people struggle to kind of see the distinction between healing and managing 
is because we basically live in a place that there is really no sense, no such thing as healing, right? Like people are, we are so familiar with just uh, carrying the things that we carry like it's normal, right? So therefore it's like healing is just like not in our grasp, right? But going through my own experience, realizing, wow, you know what? I don't wanna live with this turmoil inside of me anymore. And I started asking the Lord questions. Why do I do this? Ashley, you've internalized man's judgments of you. Wow, I never thought about that. And then I had to unpack that. And that could be a whole nother video I could share with you guys as far as that went. But I started asking myself questions. So I'm gonna I'm gonna share a couple more things with you guys. You know, do you wanna be healed or just manage, manage symptoms, right? So are you asking questions you have been avoiding? That is the difference between someone who wants to be healed and someone who wants to manage symptoms. People who want to manage, it's kind of like, how, how could I explain this? People who want to manage, you know, it depends on what your definition of progress is. Some people, depending on how low you've really been, right? And let's just be honest. Some people's progress is just getting up each day and accomplishing those tasks, right? And so this is going to look different no matter what spectrum you're on. But the, the truth is, is there was something going on beforehand that was weighing you down before you started even taking those small steps as far as like, okay, just getting out of bed today, right? There was a certain way that you saw things that were keeping you laying in that bed before, but then something happened up here. You saw something different or some people are just so stuck on the emotion part of it, right? That's why people, um, I, I might be stepping on some toes here, but this is why people like medications and like drugs and alcohol because they automatically change how you feel, like literally, right? And, 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 and that's the thing. People are just looking to feel better, but they're not looking to understand how that feeling came to being. How am I processing information, Lord? What's going on up here? What meanings have I attached to certain experiences I've had? And that's the thing too. Think of, okay, think about what you wanna do in your life, like ultimately, right? And then ask yourself, what is holding me back? And then ask yourself, how did that get developed in, into my life? How did that, that belief, that thing that's holding me back, how did that come about? How was that formed? How did my life, uh, you know, what experiences have I had? That's number one, right? Because you don't, things have context. You don't just have certain hindrances just to have them. There's things that you've been through that is evidence as to why that's a hindrance. So then you have to ask yourself, okay, this is the hindrance. How was that developed? What happened over and over again? And then you have to ask yourself, what conclusion have you made as a result of that thing happening? You gotta learn to question your thinking and your perspectives. And you guys, I know that's really challenging and it's very humbling, but that is where we see God's grace. Those aha moments. It's like, oh, I never saw it that way. God wants to love you. He wants to give you grace, truth. You guys, what do you think? Truth, truth in the context of that situation that has got you stuck. What's the reality of it? Sometimes you guys, Sometimes how we see things is not reality. Our perception is not always reality. How do I know? Go all the way back to that story I told you guys, the dude on the train. I'm sure the way he was looking at that, it's the truth. This dude's kids are running all over these seats. That looks true until he found out what he did not know, which was, dude, this guy's wife just died. He's super burdened trying to figure out how the hell am I gonna raise these kids? How am I gonna tell these kids? He, how do you guys uh, interact with the world when you have your own internal stresses going on inside of you? All right, I mean, if I'm stressed about something, I, I kind of like isolate myself, you know, and I try to think about how am I gonna deal with this thing? Everything else just goes out the window. 
I'm not paying attention to maybe the smaller things I need to pay attention to. Does that make sense? And so, um, you know, kind of get into management mode. Like, okay, um, when I was really, really young, you guys, like in my 20s, early 20s, me and my husband, because I met him when I was 16, so probably like five or six years into our relationship, man, we would have freaking blowout fights, right? He would take off with his buddies and be all pissed, and and I'm mad at him because of this thing. And I had my son at the time, but I, I would be at home by myself with my son, and I would like feed him and everything, but that's all I would do. I wasn't sitting down with him and interacting with him because I was so stressed on the inside. I was like, where's he at? Why are we having this problem? No, 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 no. I was thinking about those things. I wasn't thinking about, well, what does my son need at the time or what's going on with him? I'm like, okay, management mode. I'll just feed him and water him and make sure he's okay and not send himself on fire and, and he's safe. But I wasn't investing. When you are stressed, you don't want to invest in things because this is taking up all of your mental energy, right? And that's what I'm saying. The difference between healing and managing is healing says, I'm going to deal with these things. I got to deal with these things. Healing doesn't always feel good. I mean, I, I've never had to have physical therapy or anything like that, but I've had family members that went through it and they said it's really painful. You know, it hurts, but you have to learn how to use that. And I talk about this in my devotional too, which uh, that's going to be awesome when you guys can get your hands on it. Okay. So do you want to be healed or managed? Okay. So are you asking questions you uh, have been avoiding? Right. And so uh, let's, here are some other things. Managing symptoms can look like no treatment at all. You know, um, if you're managing it, sometimes people just avoid it completely, right? It's like, well, I know I have this injury, but if I go and, and take care of it, it's going to take up my time and it's going to take up my resources. And I don't know how I'm going to do that. So I'll just act like it's not there. That's management. That's not dealing with it, right? It takes, it takes a lot of intentionality to deal with those things that you know are hindering you. But sometimes we can get distracted on other things. We can actually think our own healing is, is a, a bigger burden than actually the thing that we need to be healed of. Does that make sense? You can have an injury and think that getting that injury treated is more of a burden than, than it is to, to get it treated. Oh Lord, is that not a problem for people? Okay, um, having symptoms but not dealing with a root cause. You know, sometimes, like I said, people take on identities. Okay, people take on emotional states of being as an identity okay so you know uh i'll just like i said i'll use the whole depression thing if people are thinking that things will never change about a particular situation you will naturally feel depressed as a result but some people say i am depressed like that's who i am that's not who you are you're just going through an emotional state but we've been taught especially by like you know i'm just gonna say medical doctors in the united states you know they don't give a about people literally being healed they just you know you go sit down they don't want to hear your story oh you have this this and this okay you have this they're really good at assigning labels they they're not they're not very good at understanding the human experience okay and uh i'm really passionate about that because at the end of the day like i said that's the only thing you can work with when anyways your own life right but anyway uh let me see here um knowing what is okay knowing what is affecting you mental or physical okay once you deal with mental emotions uh, emotional side will self-adjust and we talked about that you guys once you start you know asking yourself questions so think about that you know so healing is gonna deal with the things that you don't want to deal with management is just gonna kind of carry on and you know it's there but i don't want to deal with it so you know it's kind of like okay but i 
you know, I have these responsibilities. I know I have to do this, this or that, but maybe you're not reaching your full potential, right? You know, and that's what, that's another thing we got to ask ourselves. Are you satisfied with the life that you have? Are you happy with, you know, the results that you have? Do you, are you bearing the fruit you want to bear? If you say, huh, okay, you might be in management mode. You might need to be healed. The, the thing is, is you got to ask yourself these questions. I don't have like the, you know, one, one for all answer here, because guess what? I don't know your life. I don't know what you're dealing with. I don't understand. I don't understand where you're at. I don't, you know what I mean? I don't know you personally. The only thing I can do is, is give you things to ask yourself at home. And if you got the Holy Spirit, he's going to help you. God will help you understand yourself so you can get like free of yourself. Does that make sense? Did you guys know that you're the ones that are hindering yourself at the end of the day? You know, like your own thinking, your own, your own interpretations, your own perceptions, you know, and, and if we can ask the Lord to help us figure out those things that are blocking us, you know, you guys are going to, you guys are going to take over this world. It's going to be amazing. Right. I mean, God, God wants his people to rule and subdue, but if his people aren't willing to do the work it takes, you know, and, and, and utilizing what we have in him, you know, we're going to be stuck. We're going to be like everybody else. But anyway, you guys, I've only got like 50 seconds left. I was this helpful. Did, did I hope I cleared it up a little bit? This is, there's no like super cut and dry answers to this. You know, it's really just asking yourself questions. Do you have, are you living a life that you want? Jesus said he's come to give you life. You would have it abundantly. Are you experiencing that? Yes or no. If not, what's getting in your way? How did you come to that conclusion? What experiences have you had? What meanings did you attach to that? Your meanings are your beliefs. You want to change your beliefs, change your meanings, right? And it'll change your life. So anyway, wisdom anchor, you guys, thank you guys for being on here today. I appreciate all your support. Um, I will be back next week. You guys. Thank you guys for listening to the podcast. New one uh, released every Wednesday. You guys, I got like five seconds left and I got to get off here. Thanks for being on here, you guys. And I will see you next time.